Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. This is going to be episode two with me, Gonzalo, and my brother, Tiago. Hello, it's me, Tiago. So uh, first, I'm going to hop into a book that Tiago's been reading and I want to ask him about. It's called, I don't know the name, he's going to tell you <laughs> in a second right now, but it's by David Goggins, his new book. So I just want to ask you, how are you finding the book at like the beginning and what do you think so far? Well, the book's it's been great. It's called You Can't Hurt Me. It's by David Goggins, like we said. The the book is like really it's been really impactful for me. I just like started started reading it today, like thirty minutes uh, of reading, and it's this the first part is just him talking about his story, and goddamn, it's like a brutal fucking story. He just it's just like the his old childhood growing up story. So he basically grew up with an abusive father. So it's like him. Telling the stories of how he just like he beat up his mother and him, him and his brother, all the time, and how we how we grew up with that, and how we learned how to manage it, and you can really see how like how that defines the person he is, just by you can hear like the the his like his the way he talks about suffering and and how to manage it is was really like molded by how he just got beat up by his father constantly and how he learned how to deal with it. And, like, I also think it's very interesting because I haven't read the book, but I know, like, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And, like, how he was saying that it was not, like, this always going up path, like, even after he, like, he got out of the house or whatever. He still got super fat. And then I know he got into the military anyway. And then he just, like, he started to get better, but then he got worse. Yeah. So it's not like this superhero story. It's it's the one of the reasons I think it's is getting so popular is because people can relate to him, because you can relate to having a goal failing but and then keep going after that, because yeah. it's never gonna be like something, like most people try to portray online. It's like you set a goal, you keep going, and then you'll be there. No, it's like you set a goal, but then sometimes you want to give up, and then maybe you change the goal, and then but then you get somewhere. And yeah, I think that's super interesting, and. We sh we shall get into it more when you read more of the book because yeah. now it's super early. But another book I want to get into, it's kind of woo-woo, but anyway, it's called, I think in English it's The Magic Store. The, I don't have the book here, but I'll, I'll check later. But it's, so it's about this kid that he grew up in like a super poor house. His father was an alcoholic. His mother was like depressive, wanting to kill herself. And he eventually went on to become like a neurosurgeon, uh, being an investor in like um, Silicon Valley, all of that, super rich. Then he lost everything and then he had to like rebuild and then he rebuilt much better. And so it tells a story about this guy. He liked magic. So he on one summer he went to a magic store and there was a lady there who said, like to be very brief about it, she said she's going to teach him some real magic which is like about like visualizing your goals, meditating on them and all that. And like sometimes I feel like people when they go into this, it's very like the secret thing. It's like very, I'm just going to think about a yacht and he shall appear on my yard. But I feel like if you aid your hustle, quote unquote, with this, then you, you not only will get there, but it will be much more pleasant. Like how they talk in the book, it's like how to, you, how to relax your body fully, how to be in the moment, how to open your art, heart, quote-unquote, which means just uh, not having these goals from a very selfish and, like, 
a selfish place, let's say. Mm-hmm. It's from a place of like, how will this impact not only me, but more people? Because like this guy in the book, he had the goals like, I want to be super rich, I want to have like a Ferrari and all that. But when he f- what he found is like, once he got that, there's always a, ne- a next level and he's never happy with the goals. Yeah. Then And then one that I really like is when you're picturing your goals, is seeing yourself like in the goal, but as if there's a window. And at the beginning, the window is going to be like um, when there's fog, let's say. So you can't see. And you should think about, what, what did she say? It's like your meditation as like the, the, oh fuck, the thing to clean the window. Yeah. So like it yeah. starts to get clearer and clearer because once you see yourself in your, the position of achieving the goal, then your brain gets used to it and the brain always goes to stuff that it's used to. So I feel like it's one of the most important things about meditating on what you want as opposed to what you not want. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you're always thinking about, oh, fuck, I don't want that problem to happen, then your brain gets used to that, to thinking yeah. about the problem, and then it makes the problem sometimes. Mm-hmm. As if you're just thinking about, oh, I want to achieve that success. Then the brain start the... Because I heard, like, even in a biological type of thing, the pathways of your brain, yeah. they start to develop in that way. So that when, he, when he's in that situation to grab that opportunity, he's already kind of mm-hmm. seen it in his mind. Okay. So... Yeah, that's like kind of that's basically the law of attraction in a nutshell. Yeah. That's why it, it people think love the law of attraction is a thing. It's just because your brain is just it's used to it. It goes with the things it's used to. So if you're always thinking about something, most likely your brain is going to try to make that something happen. Uh, and if you if you're always thinking about not wanting something, you're still thinking about it. So you're probably going to get like opposite results of what you want to. And yeah, yeah, that's a sounds like an interesting book idea. A bit woo-woo, yeah, like you said, yeah, but a bit. <laughs> a bit like open your art and stuff. But it's like I think it's also like a a good side in the that the self-help industry kind of needs. You get a lot of hard hard getters. Like you gotta go do the stuff, yeah. whatever. Even if you want it or you don't want it, something like very like hard talk, which which I think people need. But yeah. also the other side of like. Doing it for the like for other people, doing it for like a compassion. The right yeah, the right reasons. So just like being compassionate, doing like the kind of woo-woo things of like yeah. forgiving yourself, being kind with yourself, being kind with others. It's easy to overlook that, but I think it's also like a if you're trying to in- improve yourself as a person, you need to to go through yeah, those things. Yeah, you need you need the go get hard. Uh, you need the go getter mindset. Yeah. Go hard or go home, but you also need the you need to forgive yourself when you eventually fail. So yeah, that's when the exactly. other, when the other part comes in because you are going to fail. Yeah. So and like touching on that, there's a very funny post I saw the other day from Jocko Willink, <laughs> which is this like super hard Navy SEAL like get some, always posts a picture every day of his um like his watch at 4:30 a.m. So he always w- wakes up at 4:30 or earlier, and always a pick of his workout. So it's extremely disciplined type of thing. But the other day he posted a very funny thing, which was like he went to a friend's house and he ate like nine cookies. So like he cheated, which from him you would never expect something like that. But it was very funny to see how, first of all, how even the most disciplined people will eventually or sometimes crack a little bit. You know, they will have a little slip, which is okay. I don't think it's even like a a bad thing. It's just a human thing because you're you will never be perf- have this perfection like 
I kept like a perfect uh, diet for 30 years straight. I never ate like a cookie or something. Especially if like the environment presents that stuff to you. Mm-hmm. The other very funny thing was I was expecting him to be very upset. But it was just like, he was like, yeah, I ate nine cookies. Get some. <laughs> it was, and I think like to have that attitude, even when you fail of being like, ha, gosh, well, whatever, I failed. Let's keep going now. Let's do better the next day. It's super important because if you're, let's say you fail one day on your diet and you're like, oh, you fat piece of shit. What are you doing? You're going to be fat. <laughs> then you're, of course, you're going to be fat because first of all, you hate yourself. Yeah. And then you're shaming yourself kind of thing. And one thing I saw is like when people shame themselves or others, it's the worst way to change because you will you'll not only not change yourself, but you'll hate yourself for when you eat a cookie, you'll be like, oh, shit, I'm eating the cookie, but I hate myself. Well, if you like kind of, okay, you accept your fat and you try to do, let's say, workout because you love yourself and you want to be better because of that instead yeah. of like because you're a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. And now, um, oh, do you want to say something on this? Yeah. Okay. Just like, just to be clear, we're not promoting the, the eating of cookies. <laughs> yeah. You should eat healthy, but I think, yeah, that's a, I think most like health gurus and stuff don't talk about is that when you eventually do fail, it's not good just like to have that mindset, oh, everything's ruined now. Like one cookie isn't going to kill your, your diet. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, that's not an excuse. Just go ahead and eat cookies. But I think especially in this season of it's Christmas, everyone's eating kind of way a bit more shittier because just yeah. sweets everywhere. We did it. We just, we, we just came from <laughs> Christmas parties and we ate, we ate some bad things, I guess. But it's like, you know, you shouldn't just like go ham on yourself after that. Just like, Oh my God, you piece of shit. You ate, like you had a good time probably with your family, you ate some sweets. Yeah. It's more of like a it was good for you in a different way, in a psychological <laughs> way. To your so yeah, it's good. Yeah, we're not yeah, we're not we, it's good for your soul, yeah, but you should you still shouldn't eat it. It's just like yeah. when you do eat it, just forgive yourself a bit, continue on the right path and yeah. eventually like once in a a year isn't going to kill you. Yeah. But yeah, so just learn yourself to forgive. And now on to that cuz I know like when when we as humans try to change behavior, it's going to be super hard. Yeah. Always. I saw one thing which was like CEOs wanted, like a CEO of some company wanted their employees to change some behavior he was not happy with. So then the, the woman he told to, to help them change actually went to him and said, okay, just so you understand how hard this is, let's do an exercise. And he just, she just told him, change your watch from your left hand your right hand for one day just do that yeah. just see how that goes the dude said i was going fucking crazy when i got home that's the the first thing i did because it shows like humans we are we get used to certain behaviors and then to change them it's going to require a lot of effort which i was seeing a quote the last one we posted on the page to help with that and for people to understand the quote is nothing happens to anyone anybody which he is not fitted by nature to bear and i think this, if you really understand this, it's going to make things way easier. Because when you feel like bad and shitty about yourself and feeling like you can't do it, just know that just the fact that you are a human being and you're alive in these circumstances means you are fitted to do anything those circumstances present to you or you present to those circumstances. Yeah. It's like when you see, for example, uh, what's his name? Victor, is it Frankel? Yeah. 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 Like this guy... He was on a, a Nazi concentration camp. 
he not only survived the camp, but he, he found meaning for himself while on that camp, while deprived of like food, Warm. proper shelter, warmth, even his name, like yeah. he, he was a number. So like, it's good for us when we're like, I don't know, trying to bench press some more, more pounds yeah. to realize that even if you hit the plateau at that moment or you can't you it seems impossible to know that if it wasn't possible it wouldn't even be possible to you to do anything about that you know the this the how do you say if just the fact that nature presents that to you means that you can overcome it yeah. everything but yeah it's just a matter of like um exercising your brain mm-hmm. i feel like you see that a lot in like marathons big marathon runs especially like when they start going over like 100 miles and stuff like that because usually it's not like the the fittest of the runners who can finish and win it's the guys who have the strongest brain who even when their brains are like oh you can't do this just stop you're gonna die they're like no i'm gonna do it anyway i keep they can keep pushing because it's they realize that too it's like i okay they might die in that situation but it's either they die or they, they accomplish the goal. It's not like, oh, I couldn't do it. Yeah. It's not something like that. Yeah, sure. And I think that's a, a great mindset to live by that quote. Like, nothing happens to anybody which is not fitted by, fitted by nature to bear. Like, yeah. if it's happening to you, if you, like, if it's happening to you, it means you can endure it. Yeah. And that's like one of the best mindsets to have. Because if you have that mindset, anything that happens is just like, it's a, a problem with a solution. That comes accompanied accompanied with yeah. with it, so you you always have like okay this this crabby thing is happening to me whatever I can't lose weight my bench press won't go up I'm <laughs> weak I can't gain muscle whatever whatever the thing is if it's happening to you it's it's a solution for you it goes back to the the obstacle is the way thing so if it's yeah. that op- if that obstacle is in your way if you can't gain muscle if you can't lose fat whatever it it means you just have to it's an opportunity for you to grow past it and just yeah. learn more from it and eventually f- overcome it and that's that's like the the good thing about the code there's like virtually no problem which you cannot work around it you yeah. there's always like a, a, whatever like the the best example is the victor frankl one i think yeah. because like he, he lost everything his family uh, he had no home no shelter people didn't even know his name he was a number and he's still being in the worst conditions conditions possible he still managed to find a purpose. He still helped other peoples around him when he, he himself was almost dying. And yeah, yeah. in the end of it, he became one of the most like influ- influential like people in the world of self-help. And I think like his book, yeah. Man's Search for Meaning, is one of it sold like ten million or something copies. And he came from the worst situation possible, like one of the worst situations possible, and he still managed to come out come out on top. That just goes to show you like. The everyday person with very small problems in comparison with this, most of peop- most people, they have the cap- the capability to grow past them. Yeah. It's just a, a matter of changing the mindset. Yeah. And then another thing to think about when you're in those situations is like, what other fucking option do you actually have? <laughs> it's either you keep going or you give up completely. You know, like, let's say you're trying to lose weight. It's either... You try to lose weight, are you going to be your fucking fat old self again? Yeah. Let's say you're anything. You have a business. It does, it's not working. It's either you try or it's going to fail. It's going to just... Yeah. By, because it's very easy in those situations to just like procrastinate and maybe 
avoid the problem mm-hmm. and to just like, oh, I'm just going to go to the movies today. Eh. Like you're in like 50k in depth, your <laughs> business is going to change. Like, ah, it feels bad to look at that. Yeah. But if, also if you realize that you have no fucking option. Yeah. There's, it's either you surpass the goal or the goal kind of surpasses you mm-hmm. kind of thing. And anything, let's say gym. Let's say, oh, I can't, I can't push past this limit. Well, what the fuck are you going to do? You're just going <laughs> to give up? Then, because there's no giving up. It's, not, it's like not even an option kind of yeah. thing. It's like, yeah. in, boiling it down to the most basic, let's say uh, v- Victor Frankl's example, which is fighting for his life. Mm-hmm. What other fucking option do you have? It's either you fight for your life or you die. Yeah. Especially in that situation, because when we read the book, most people would die. Okay, a lot of would die from diseases and hunger and all that. But a lot of them would die when they lost hope. Mm-hmm. So like pretty much when their brain gave up. Yeah. So for example, some people would for some reason think that, oh, when, when it's Christmas, I'm going to be home. Like a wish they had. And when that didn't come true, it's like all their hope was gone. Mm-hmm. It's like they gave up and like one week later they would die. Stuff like that. Yeah, that's like a... Really strange, like that's the the influence your brain has on everything else. Like in, I, I remember reading those examples, people just like gave up, and a week later they they caught some deadly disease and they just died. So yeah. they still died from the, it was like a magical death. They just didn't die of lack of hope, but the lack of hope like permitted the diseases to come in. Like so, they just like the, their immune system just shut down because probably their mind just didn't even want to live. Like and that's the most primal thing if you fighting for survival what's the other option dying yeah like but if you take it to take it that to like normal everyday examples like with the bench press example with the losing fat whatever yeah really like imagine you're obese you really only have one option which is yeah to get healthy there's no other option like there there shouldn't even be the option of like continuing to being fat let's no one wants everyone knows that's not the option you should take that's not even a I don't, I don't know, if you think about it, it's not even a reality. It should not be a reality for you, like, yeah. the uh, the reality of... And no one chooses that reality. No one chooses, like, okay, I'm going to continue being fat. No one does that consciously. They're just, like, you do it with, okay, today I'm not going to, to the gym. Today I'm going to eat fucking whole cake and keep on doing it for the rest of my life. Yeah. You you may not acknowledge it consciously, but you have to understand your your habits and your everyday behaviors tell a story about you. And if you're... If you're not working daily for the, the the goal you set for yourself, you're doing the opposite of that, which is going to the other option. If you're losing, if you're trying to lose fat, and you're not doing something every day in order for you to lose that fat, you are choosing the option of continuing yeah. to being fat. Yeah. You have to really take a broad look at your life and see where you are. What's the decision you're making with your actions? Not what you think you're in your head. Like you may say to yourself, "I'm trying to lose weight," but you have to see in your actions: Am I trying, really trying to lose weight? Do do I spend like most of my time trying to do that, or do I still spend most of my time trying to be fat? Yeah. Because you're always trying to do something, even if you don't acknowledge it consciously. Yeah. And uh, just one <laughs> thing, just like I think we're gonna be. If some more people start listening to this, we're gonna be called called out for fat shaming because <laughs> we're always talking about for the fucking fat example <laughs> yeah but oh and another thing okay back to the the discussion yeah like the the habits thing i think it's very crucial also to boil shit down to a, a daily mm-hmm. type of manner 
Because it's very easy to see like, oh yeah, in two years I'm going to be super jacked. But the the problem with those goals, it's like, of course you want to have that goal, but then you, you want to boil it down to the day. Because daily, that's... Because having a good day for two years is what's going to make you jacked. It's not like some magic fucking workout Rocky montage. One day and you're jacked the next one. So, yeah, I, f I think also um, you need to get that down. So maybe it's also not overloading yourself with shit to do every day, which then allows you the mental strength to actually keep on the path of that goal. Because yeah. let's say you start just stacking goals on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And then your day is just like... Uh, monitor to like the fucking minute you're gonna go insane after two weeks you're not gonna achieve any of those goals as opposed to if you had just like three goals main goals and some that you do if you had the time then all those three would probably get accomplished in like two years yeah. as opposed to let let's say none of them getting achieved which brings me to the next point I want to talk about which is another quote from our page oh okay yeah, so like I think the the metaphor used like of the the path is really good. Like if you think about it, it's not how fast you go to the path because the path still needs to be there. So if you overload yourself, you may like you may walk 100 kilometers in two days, but then the road just like crashes and you yeah. and it ends. But instead, if you just like walk 20 kilometers every day, and you just keep on doing that, but the road doesn't like break down. You can eventually reach your goal, which instead, on the other way around, you walk really fast for the couple, two weeks, but then you just crashed. So yeah. you, you, you got nothing done. And I think if you really calm yourself and be patient, you can just like get to your goals in a, a controlled, safe way and you eventually get to them. In two years, you just be a machine if you keep yeah. accomplishing small goals. Yeah. Which also, uh, what I wanted to say before, leads to a quote that I found the other day, which is, Adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. And I feel like with humans, we get a lot, we lose that a bit because sometimes we want stuff super fast. Yeah. We just like want to work super fast at something and then get it super fast. Well, if you see the best example I've, I saw was like, for example, grass. When grass is growing, mm -hmm. grass is not like pushing to grow, you know? Also, it doesn't think, but just to use the example, yeah. grass grows at the pace it needs to grow. It's not slower or faster than it should be. Even if you see, let's say, like a, when a tiger is hunting, that tiger can, if if it need be, wait for as long as it needs to be on the on the so it's the fields yeah. for the right opportunity. But one once the the right opportunity comes, the tiger is ruthless. It just yeah. it jumps on the prey, like with a hundred percent focus mm -hmm. and that's one of the things i've been trying to to do more which is to like slow down on some things that need to be slowed down which it may be let's say going to the gym now first i need to fix let's say the the foundation which is like posture yeah. um mobility stuff like that yeah, yeah. because by fixing those things right now, it's going to allow the, um, the growth to be faster. Okay, yeah. It's like the exponential curve type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah so talking about the, um, the going to the, the gym thing, uh, like when you, you have the, the main goal, which is like for most people it's going to be like gain muscle, get stronger, or lose, lose fat. You always have to, you look, you have to look at it with, the, always with the long term, in my opinion, long term view. So if your if your goal is to like 
start going to the gym, getting stronger, lifting, lifting some weights, getting gaining muscle, losing fat. You, you still need to take into consideration like the things before that, which is most people have a fucked up posture. So you would need like first to correct your posture, then fix your mobility problems, your stability problems, and then after that you can with those things in place you can continue to pursue your goal, which is. Gain fats, gain muscle. <laughs> you don't want to gain fats. <laughs> I mean, some people do, like anorexic, but <laughs> I don't want to be fat. No, yeah, lose fat, gain muscle, those stuff. Like, and this is like the gym. This is a metaphor, like for every other goal. If you, yeah. if you want to be a millionaire, you need to first like fix the. You need to get work on the, on your on your foundation. So just like. Uh, if if it's like ra raising a business, just like getting the the basic stuff down. So maybe like creating an audience, uh, working on your product, making it like a better product to present to people, and like getting those foundation stuff right. That will allow you to eventually reach your your goal, which whatever is the goal, I think it applies to to anything. Just and having that long term view, like like the 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 phrase we're talking about says, the the patience is one of the most like secrets it's not a secret because like everyone knows that patience is, yeah. is a virtue but it's one it's one like very overlooked in this moment in society because people just want to get as fast to the thing as possible and just like always always looking for the easy way out and yeah i think if you adopt the vision that there is no easy way out and but there is a, a long boring but a long boring hard path and if you adopt and if you learn to enjoy that you're gonna go ahead you're gonna get ahead of like lots of people just by embracing patience yeah there's a good story I, I read like maybe a couple of years back or something which was like from when the pyramids were being built this is like a of course not a real story like from the real world but it's still a good example which is like i don't think it's a real example at least It's so like this father told two brothers to each each one to build the pyramids and whichever one would build them faster would get his fortune, I think. One of the brothers started immediately building the pyramid like with just pure hard work. So let's say just dragging the rocks, like uh, getting the slaves to drag the rocks yeah. and building. And for the first couple of years, it worked super, super well because like he built the first layer and then the second, it seemed like it was going super fast. Well, on the meanwhile, the other bro brother was just at home planning on how to build the pyramids and everybody thought it was like fucking insane like this guy's not gonna do anything he's clearly gonna lose to the other brother brother but as the layers kept going bigger i mean the layers kept getting smaller because they're higher yeah. but it's harder to put the rocks up there okay. it started to get super hard for the slaves to to put the rocks up there so it started to slow down a lot like it would take like a hundred years to build that yeah. well the other brother for those two years He was thinking about a better way to build the pyramids. So he was like sharpening his axe kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. So he came up with like this, um, what would be a very rudimental um, build of, the, of a crane kind of thing. Mm -hmm. To like lift the rocks with levers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Which would be super, way much easier. So once he had that idea and built it, it was just like an exponential growth of the yeah. pyramid he was building. And he finished the pyramid first. Which is to go to back to that point, which don't rush the first step, yeah. the first steps, the base what, on what everything is going to be built upon. Which is like nowadays in society, it's something which is very easy because with like internet and the technology evolving, 
it kind of feels like there's a shortcut or that you can take a shortcut. Yeah. Like, let's say you look at nowadays online businesses and new stuff that's coming up. It's very easy to, for that to feel like you can just skip a step. Oh, you don't need like a, a real store anymore, which you don't. But that doesn't mean it's going to be any easier. Or that doesn't mean you can skip the basics of any, whatever task you're doing. Let's say, for example, now the, the things like, for example, with video games, with esports coming up and all that, it's very easy for any kid to think like, oh, I can become the next star. Yeah, you can, but you can't skip the foundation, which is daily constant practice with a purpose. You can just play video games and you're going to become like the next fucking yeah. superstar, you know? And it's with that for all things. Like you were saying, you need patience to build that base. Mm -hmm. And even sometimes that's going to take more than you think to just build a base. Yeah. And it's going to feel like you're not doing anything mm -hmm. directly related to the goal. So let's say in fitness, if you're just building your posture and stuff like that at the beginning, yeah. it's not going to feel like you're building muscle because you're not. You're <laughs> yeah. actually not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's going to allow you for when you actually start to just not only grow bigger than any, anyone else. To keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. for example, with me right now, I'm in jiu-jitsu, which is a martial art. And it's like grappling. So it's you trying to submit the other guy. And it's because I'm very skinny, everyone is, uh, has more weight than me. So it's very prone for me to getting injured. And because not only because of that, but because now I notice my posture is fucked. My, I don't have mobility in my shoulders, my back. So now I'm being forced by my environment to fix those things. Yeah. And I think it's always better too, if you can, to do that before the environment forces you to yeah. do that. Because it's going to be either, either of, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's either you fix it or then you're going to be... Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Like If you get out of the environment, so it's better because with the generally when the environment forces you there's like additional consequences to it so in your case maybe it's you're in pain now because you got injured it's like, which is like in the environment telling you hey fix fix these problems and yeah if you can get ahead of that you just save yourself some unnecessary like issues to deal with which they're always like okay you can always have the mindset of problems or opportunities but there are some things that if you can avoid and just learn just like do it beforehand you just get ahead way faster and that's the whole foundation the, fo the foundation thing it goes back to that so just like having a foundation for anything will just allow you to keep with to do not only reach your goals faster but with a long-term approach to it so you can keep on doing it which in this case like fixing your posture and your mobility issues will allow you to keep on doing jiu-jitsu for for, for as long as you want to, yeah. virtu virtually, and, and keep on going to the gym, and not only that, but give you a quality of life just because in, in increasing your posture, improving your posture, and increasing your mobility will not only just allow, allow you to keep on doing those things, but it will also help you in other areas of life, which, which I also think happens with lots of habits. When you build yeah. a strong foundation, that foundationally, that foundation generally like translates to other areas of life. So. I think virtually with anything, you can always pick up things from all of the all of the habits you you construct. All of them complement each other because yeah. you, you learn different things that will will help with the other habits you're building. So yeah. it's uh, keeping taking time to build the foundation. I think it's one of the most important things 
in your self-help journey, self-improvement journey, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's kind of woo-woo-woo calling it yeah. this, but it's what it is. If you're trying to get better as a human being, take the time, take, get some patience, embrace patience, and really don't, yeah. don't, like, don't rush it. Just don't rush it and forgive yourself when you fail, which will eventually happen. Yeah. Also, another thing is to actually make it or to try to make it as enjoyable as you can, whatever it is. Because going back to that, like, daily, the daily thing, like, if most of your days are not enjoyable, then you're not going to keep doing them for a long time. Because, like, we can talk about discipline and all that stuff, but if you, do, you don't enjoy every day to a certain degree, mm -hmm. then you're just going to give up because then life has no meaning anyway. Because yeah. if it's always pain, or just pain, 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 then if it's without a purpose, not, not even without a purpose, but if it's always pain, then you're just going to stop doing it because yeah. your DNA just doesn't want that. <laughs> so, for example, let's say you're doing, let's say you have a business or a very stressful job. If you don't find ways to make that enjoyable and to, to kind of be excited to do that every day, then you're either going to start hating it or quitting or both. One is going to lead to the other. Same thing with any sports you're doing. If you're running and you thoroughly hate to run. Every time you have to run, it's like you'd rather, I don't know, you'd rather like call in sick if you could to running. <laughs> and then you're just going to stop running. Or it's yeah. going to be, oh, I'm going to run less today and then less and then less until you just give up. Yeah. Well, if, if on the other hand, you're just like, you actually make the whole process enjoyable, let's say. Maybe you, you buy some fucking nice sneakers, you have a nice outfit you like to look at. Yeah. And then you have some goals while you're running, maybe you have some dope music or you listening to audiobook you like. Yeah. Then you're gonna actually enjoy those processes. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's that's the thing. That's also one of the reasons I put the the logo of the page right now. It's like the yin yang symbol, which I'm gonna change because <laughs> I realize it's a bit cheesy. But but it's uh, what I wanted to say with that. It's it's finding balance in all things. Yeah. It's in the good realizing that. It's there's bad in it and there's bad to come and in the bad there's good to come from it. Mm -hmm. It's both things. So go, leading this to the discipline thing, it's like realize that the discipline will lead to something great and something very pleasurable. But if there's not pleasure in that discipline, then it's just going to succumb to nothing. Okay, yeah. That's what, what I feel like it is. Mm -hmm. That's a really like interesting ideology. I definitely think that the yin-yang symbol... It's like it's a fucking deep symbol. If you, yeah. it, it teaches you like lots of things. It, it's a shame it's become like such a, a cheesy thing. Like everyone tattoos it, and yeah. it's so, surrounded by lots of woo shit. But the the message inside it is really powerful. With the, the good coming from the bad, and the bad, coming from the good, which is like an an, an eternal cycle. You can really find that in everything. Just like you were talking about discipline, yeah. and how good habits come from this discipline, and then you you have to enjoy. To a certain degree, you have to enjoy the process of building yeah. discipline, or else you're not going to do it. You, whether you want it or not, you have a brain that wants to chase pleasure and get away from 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 pain, from pain yeah. as much as it can. So at the end of the day, don't go against your DNA. Just like find some ways of making it enjoyable. It's yeah. not really that hard. Like yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not just like put some good music while you're working out. Just Eat, eat some good, you can make healthy food good, just like take the time to learn how to use spices and stuff. Don't You don't have to like make yourself eat a salad with no fucking dressing and just like, oh, I'm being so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't like it, just like there's, there's ways of doing things 
more easy and th there's no shame in that it's like i think we have kind of a an ongoing thing in this self-help industry it's like easy is always bad i mean not all the time like if you can make things easy it's good it's like you can do it faster and more in a more enjoyable way not even faster necessarily but just more enjoyable you will probably you have a higher percentage of achieving whatever it is yeah. so don't be afraid of giving yourself like an enjoyable moment because at the end of the day like you don't even like really like life you don't doesn't even have an inherent meaning so to it so just like learn to give yourself some like pleasurable moments once in a while just to keep you on the path yeah. to to greatness uh here i i think not disagree but the view i have is a bit different it's not to give you pleasurable moments in between but it's to make the most of it pleasurable but not in a way that needs to be like a dopamine okay. spike kind of thing but because if you because the process is like 99.9 of your life yeah. like those let's say how's it, i'll do was the book i read said the public victories let's call it which is those big moments people kind of strive for like the the victory the win yeah. those are like happen once a year or something like that yeah. so but and of course they're going to be enjoyable those moments mm -hmm. but if the if you can't find not even pleasure but yeah i guess pleasure if you can't find happiness in the in the yeah, process yeah, yeah. in the every day waking up at that time yeah. going to the gym and doing that and in in a very micro level finding pleasure which is maybe like when you go to the gym you talk to everyone and you have friends at the gym yeah. maybe it's that it's making it's making the hard things you define for yourself easy but not in a shortcutty type of way kind of things i think that's a good example from if you go to the gym it's easier if you have friends at the gym yeah, yeah for sure or if you if you have a business it's better if your employees are nice to you and you're nice to them because this makes the everything yeah. easier. Okay, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Maybe I... I also, I basically share the same view. Maybe yeah. I just talked it in a different way. But, yeah, for, like, just... If you're trying to create a new habit, it's always easier if you make it enjoyable, which, like, the, the, the gym example is a good one, just making friends at the gym. With healthy, like, food, it's the same thing, just learning how to use spices to make food taste good. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, traumatize yourself just to get, like to your goal of being healthy or whatever is your goal whatever your goal is there's always a way of making it more enjoyable and yeah. not and making it enjoyable while it, it doesn't harm you so you can make things enjoyable and not damage your progress there's always a good way and you probably like even find new lessons of while trying to make things more enjoyable yeah. for yourself and you'll be a whole lot happier doing it which is always good yeah. you don't you don't want to just keep the rest of your life ch ch chasing a goal and not enjoying the process that's like that's the one way the good way to to like to disappoint yourself when you get to the goal because yeah. you're going to have like one hour like hours of pleasure like okay yeah i got to this goal fuck yeah i'm the best and then okay you're going to go to sleep you're going to wake up and then you're just like okay now what yeah, like i spent yeah. and then it's going to be even worse because then you achieve what el whatever you had to achieve and to maintain it, you're going to go, go back to the same process that if you did things wrong, you hate. Yeah. But now there's nothing, there's just more of the same to achieve. Yeah, for sure. same, let's say if it's money, oh, I want to be a millionaire. But the process, the way there was horrible. Yeah. Do you really think you're going to keep that way for long? <laughs> oh, I got a million. To get another million, you already know what that feels like. Yeah.
and then it, it just it succumbs inevitably mm-hmm. for everything uh changing topics a, a bit yeah. uh so just to get give a bit of context tiago just arrived from italy to portugal again after four months of traveling mm-hmm. for the first time i'd assume yeah yeah and so what i wanted to ask is coming back now to the same place you've always known but different do you feel that difference more or how, how does it feel the the, like the difference in yourself okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah so yeah so I just, it's the first, my first time like going abroad for an extended period of time just four months is not that long but yeah definitely learned lots of new things about me definitely think i've changed and now that i've arrived to the same old environments i definitely can see the changes even more pronounced because i see the way people react okay. to the changes so for example in italy uh, okay maybe i created a new i don't not created but i changed but because no one knew me there they didn't really know the old tiago so they just assumed this new tiago was yeah. always which is always has always been But now coming back to Portugal, I can see how people can see that I'm different. So they, they react, they're like pointing small things that I'm doing different. And I can really see that the, the change, I can, they, they like evidence my, my changes. They like make it more apparent just by, just because they pointed out, basically they pointed out and in like in Italy where, where I, where I was there, back then. The no one points it out because they don't know I, I was another way before. Yeah, they just so assume now, that's always been. Yeah, they just assume I, I've always been. And how here coming back, it's really funny, just like seeing react the pe- people's reaction to to how now I've changed like some some things, which is it's been really great. Like <laughs> yeah. coming back, definitely after like a, a period abroad, you really yeah. miss your family and home in general, and like. Going, getting back to here is just like a whole fucking enjoyable moment. Yeah. Just like getting to talk about all these past months, like what happened with with other people, with my family. Just getting back in touch with these people. Just you definitely come back with a renewed like source of uh, appreciation for the people in your yeah. already in your life because you you realize how much they are important for your well being. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to say on the the like the travel change as you changing one of the biggest ways i've seen of actual changing is you're in an environment and you're working on something on yourself and then changing environments yeah. because when you change environments especially if you go to one that you don't you didn't knew previously then it's like it's for the brain it's kind of like a clean sheet but with the, the knowledge you previously acquired previously acquired so let's say if you are in, are in italy right now And then you come here and you notice the changes. Mm. Now when now if you go back to it you like you go back to Italy again, yeah. then the, they are not gonna notice any change. But if let's say if you were to go to let's say another country right now, mm-hmm. your your brain is gonna behave differently, but better kind of like than you are right now because there's right. some lessons you can apply to the same people you are with right now mm-hmm. in Italy because your brain already adapted to a certain way of acting with them, yeah. kind of thing. And uh, when I was traveling the more, I noticed that because every time you go to a new place, yeah. it's kind of it's maybe some things you want to try, but would be kind of weird because the people who are with you normally are not used to that. Mm-hmm. Then you can just practice. Yeah. And then when you go back to those people, you forget kind of how to act with them. Yeah. So then you come with the new habits, yeah, for sure. which is um, 
I, th- I feel like it's super different. Mm-hmm. I know it's super, not different, super dope. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to say is, <laughs> when, I, when I noticed most that difference was in Madrid, I remember I was like with the volunteers and all there in the, the house. Yeah. And then I went to a seminar, but without them. And when I went to the seminar, that's when I really, first of all, noticed that all the changes I've made so far. Yeah. And then I made, like, some, I did stuff I was not even expecting. My brain and my person to act mm-hmm. that were just where I wanted to be but just because I let go of the the other environment yeah. I could now do them without restraint and then when I go back you take those same things mm-hmm. which is super interesting yeah, like, travel is like one of the most interesting things I've been like discovering the pleasures of it because just getting out in a new environment just like you said just allows you to be like to give give wings to the like some personality traits maybe you've been wanting to try and you're just like too ashamed of trying them because people have known you where you are from your whole life they expect cert- a certain behavior from you yeah. and once you try to change that behavior people are going like whoa why are you doing th- why are you doing this people and, don't like change yeah people don't <laughs> like change in like you already don't like change so yeah. for you it's already complicated to try and make those changes if, on top of that people are like Why are you doing this? You, you get discouraged inevitably. Yeah. And that's like, not to saying you can't do it, you can always do it. I think it's all the go-backs to the whole making it easier thing. And I think travel is one of the, the ways of making change easier because you just get into a fresh environment. It's like a mental reset. And you just, you're just allowed to, to get, to like give wings to your, to your, like expre- to, to express yourself in different ways. And, and like, like you said, When you come back with those new things, like you, first of all, you, you've already practiced them, so you're more confident in them. So even yeah. if people like point it out to you, you're already confident in them. Yeah, so you're, it's you're your not, new personality. Yeah, type it, of thing. so it's because it's your new personality, you don't get discouraged anymore. You've already built a kind of foundation on it. So you you go outside, you build some new habits, hopefully good ones, and you bring them back to the people you already knew. And that's when they like most of the times they're going to enjoy the, those habits because yeah. they they see how much you, how much happier you are how much how much you've improved and so that all like that whole phase of strange the, the strange phase of people pointing out to you like some different things maybe they, they still aren't totally bought into the idea because you're still trying things out so you're not yeah. proficient at them. It makes it kind of hard to build them, but w- once you build them outside and you come back them with them already built, people enjoy it because they they they, they see that you have you fully embraced it, so they they appreciate yeah. it. And also, uh, one of the things, especially if you're let's say you're young like us, and what I notice when you travel for the first time and you're away from your comfort zone, which is like your parents' house, your parents, your family. First of all, the first impact is going to be always super negative and uncomfortable. Yeah. Because like all your comfort and all those things that some things you don't even notice, like maybe you don't even cook your food, you don't wash your clothes, yeah. all that's like <laughs> like ripped apart from you, and like your brain needs getting used to that. Yeah. And then if on top of that you want to let's say you want to be more sociable or you want to be better with people or something like that, which something was which is very uncomfortable for the brain mm-hmm. because it requires a new habit, yeah. which goes outside like is. A, a different type of comfort zone which is not a physical one mm-hmm. it's like an, a more emotional type of thing it's going to be super hard and expect those things to be hard yeah. which i don't feel like we are people don't tell us this enough and mm-hmm. society doesn't tell you enough 
or any uh, doesn't tell you at all that big change requires also a lot of pain and yeah. like we were saying like you can make it as enjoyable as possible but at the beginning especially at the beginning it's not going to be enjoyable at all anything anything you even not anything like the first time you went to school yeah, it, wasn't enjoyable. it was it wasn't enjoyable the first time you, you tried to make friends it wasn't enjoyable like anything and i feel like you need to expect that because yeah. you need to expect it and not only ex ex expect it but to not feel bad when it happens because when we feel those things we always assume we should not be feeling them yeah. we should be feeling good about ourselves and i noticed that the other day when i was going to work because i've been like i try to live by the live uh, love your faith quote like amor fati to just embrace everything and to love it the other day I was like, fuck, I, I don't feel like it today. I, I just fuck, I'm hating that I have to go to work right now. And then I realized at that moment, I just have to love that I'm just like thinking that and yeah. feeling it that way. Because, yeah, yeah. and once I did, I was like, I'm still pissed. I'm still, I still want to go there, yeah. but now I kind of want to go there, even though I'm, I'm just thinking yeah. all those things. Yeah. Like the, uh, I read a book too, and you read it too, which is the Radical Acceptance. Which, it, it was a woman, right? Yeah, woman. yeah, she talks about these type of things. Like, that if you're always running away from something, it's just going to keep chasing you. Mm -hmm. If you're running away from these bad emotions, they're going to keep running after you. You're going to bottle up them down. And then one day, they're just going to explode all the way up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, by the way, talking about that book, that book was like one of the biggest changes in, in mindset for me. Inside, because... Before it, I was really on the, um, the self-help uh, thing already, but it was like in a, in one of the, in a way of like, okay, you got to do this, you got to be strong, you got to go get through your shit, just endure it, and just like really like manhandling everything, just like go pushing to it with brute strength. And it left me with like some kind of, like I was using hate and like being angry to move myself to do some things which yeah. sometimes made it less enjoyable and eventually when I failed made it like a whole worse because I was just like yeah. <laughs> I just get fucking angry and it was like so and after that book it really taught me how to accept that anger anger was the main but it's the main way still how I deal with those problems so learning to embrace like anger and hate like just accepting those emotions not yeah. getting not getting like caught in the loop of getting angry because you're angry that <laughs> yeah. just makes it fucking worse yeah. and that's and once you learn how to break that cycle you just you life just gets a whole lot more enjoyable because you, yeah. there's not so much pressure on top of you like you you really like allow yourself to liberate yourself from the the feeling bad because you're bad kind of thing you don't have to feel bad because you're bad you just enjoy it because it's a part of life. You are yeah. going to feel bad, and for some people, you're going to feel bad more, more, um, more time than others. It depends on your genetics and your environment, but it it is going to be a part of life. And if yeah. you don't learn how to enjoy it, just like everything, it's going to be a, a, a like you're going to miss out on half of your life just because you don't like feeling bad. And yeah. feeling bad will happen. So learn to enjoy it just as you enjoy being happy. Yeah, it's, that kind of goes back to the quote of. Uh, what was it? Oh, no, nothing happens to anybody which is not fitted by nature to bear. Yeah. Which means, like, anything. Like, yeah, of course, you you kind of want to always feel happy. That's kind of what you strive for because it naturally feels better than feeling bad. However, 
let's say you you would always feel happy it would always be peaking like your dopamine levels you would not know that's good it's like uh kids who grow grow up rich they don't want to being rich is not a goal for them because they already are rich well if a poor a, for a poor person their goal is being rich so let's say if you would always be happy then you don't value that happiness too yeah. if it's always going up it it doesn't work that's let's say and anything you see that you enjoy as both as the good and the bad the best movies you see and especially for men are like those rocky type of underdog movies yeah but guess where the fuck those movies start they don't start at the happy part yeah. they started the worst part possible and it's that the grind and the struggle of overcoming that and but what they don't show after that is that once you achieved success the bad feelings are also going to be there yeah. maybe they're not as extreme and maybe you don't feel as bad but there's going to be days you just don't feel like it yeah. and if you you keep rejecting those days maybe you're just like feeling bad about 40% of your life or 30% of your life which if you like i'm going to repeat it again but i feel like it's super important if you just take a second to accept which is not to be content with that it's just mm-hmm. that's, that's to, important yeah to just accept it to not str- to not um try to reject what's happening at that moment yeah. and just breathe into it let it flow through your body and then once you do that you can let go of it completely mm-hmm. or not if it just needs to be there longer yeah. then yeah notice for me life just gets so much more enjoyable on those days if i'm just like trying to struggle against it and just be like oh i should be feeling good right now why doesn't this work mm-hmm. i hate everything then it's going to keep feeling like that as opposed to i just take a breather and just just lay down with your eyes closed breathe into that feel feel bad just feel yeah, just whatever it's, if you're angry just feel angry yeah. don't block the the angry thoughts mm-hmm. which was by the way in that day I was trying to do I was like no it's it's all fine it's yeah, all yeah. fine it's all fine <laughs> and it's not fine <laughs> then i i just let i just thought to myself well just fucking let it go yeah just let all the, the angry thoughts come out mm-hmm. which they came I was like i fucking hate this i fucking yeah. hate i'm just pissed <laughs> right now yeah. and then i was like oh i'm not pissed anymore yeah Yeah, if you just look at like it's really funny if you just like say all oh, that I hate my life fuck why am I doing this blah blah fucking angry and then you just like you say all that and you say huh okay nice <laughs> and then you just keep going like it's it's so refreshing like the first time I did it it was like I I swear to god I I spent that the after reading that book just like I I I started putting that into practice like for a week I it was like one of the best weeks of my life because <laughs> I was just like so happy all the time like because because it was so funny because because i enjoyed the dark moments i just i was just happy most like way often way more often just because i really like i enjoyed i'd learned how to lean into the to the bad moments and by doing that they just first of all they go away way faster because yeah. you just let them give them space to do what they need to do and then you don't you don't like feel bad that bad you feel of course you feel bad but you don't feel as bad as you would yeah, by rejecting it's a different type of feeling and then you just get happier way more often like that week i just like i was i was just smiling for no reason just like random big ass smiles i was like whoa life fucking good and so i think that's also like a big mind mindset shift people need to make in this self help world just if you're just starting out and you're just like maybe probably you're failing a whole lot and when changing habit and stuff just when you fail just like lean into that moment really feel it and then just know that that doesn't define you as a person and you can always do something to change it yeah 
Uh, yeah, that's super true. I had something to say, but I kind of forgot. So I'm just gonna piggyback <laughs> of that last. It's gonna piggyback of the last thing, which is true. Like because, and even when you fail, you don't need to. I don't feel like you need to think even about like, oh, it's all gonna be fine. Yeah. If you just just accept that and like, oh, I failed. Moving on. Keep yeah. like because if you have that attitude of like, oh, I failed. Now what? Now it's gonna take even longer, and yeah, I yeah. fail. But if you just do, oh, I failed. Let me, let me keep going now. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. It's like it's just like a rock in your shoe. You just take it out and you keep going, as opposed to feel like, oh no, but no, my foot's gonna be bruised more. Oh, and, uh, uh, and back home and yeah, and then and then you just end up not doing anything. Yeah, and uh, kind of forgot what I had to say. I feel like let's wrap this up because yeah, it's kind of like one hour almost. So yeah. just to wrap it up, I'm just gonna go into something else. Um, or maybe not. No, we can just wrap it up here. <laughs> I don't need to keep talking about. Just yeah. accept the moment. Yeah. yeah um, one thing I want to say is um, let us know if you're enjoying it. If you're not, if you have any criticism, which I'm yeah. pretty sure there's a lot to be made. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, just let us know. We appreciate all feedback. And with this, I say goodbye to you. Yeah. This was episode two of the Searching for Meaning podcast with me, Gonzalo, and me, Tiago. So we'll see you again next week. Peace.